you're listening to the Growth Over Fear podcast, where we help you overcome your fears, lean into growth, and learn tangible skills to live a more fulfilled, healthy life. I'm your host, Sarah Martin, personal trainer and online fitness coach. If you're wanting to gain confidence in who you are, let go of your fears, and feel proud and energized to live a life you love, then this show is for you. Now, let's get started. Hello, hello. I hope you are having an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. I am so excited to be here with you all today and just chat with you all about something that is very, very common and prevalent in our society today. So especially to all my women out there, you you should totally listen to this episode. We're talking all things body image, social media, societal standards, and how to kind of work through all of that. So I want to start with a quote, which is, beauty is a state of mind, not a state of your body. So I want to start with right recognizing that our beauty starts from within, right? Our confidence or self-confidence. Once we start really working on our inner work, we start seeing more confidence in our body as well. And that is kind of where that quote is coming from. And also recognizing that not everything is about how we look. Body state changes tremendously throughout our whole lifespan. Thinking of when you're a kid until you're in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, mid-20s, and then beyond. Our body changes so much hormonally and through puberty, and it's just important to remember that we are beautiful no matter what through our mind and body, even through all those stages. So I wanted to share my personal experience with struggling with poor body image, and I just hope it can inspire you, and we're going to dive into more about social media and and things like that as we go on. But a few years ago in college, I became super obsessed with eating less and working out more. Right in society, definitely that is promoted quite a bit if you want to lose weight or if you want to get fit, look toned, as they say, or build muscle and see the muscle definition. People always say, eat less, work out more. So I didn't know as much as I do now um, back then, but this was during college. And as someone who I would eat almonds, blueberries, little snacks, a granola bar for a meal. I was very unhealthy. I would not eat many calories at all. And if I were eating, it was very just minimal portions of little things (laughs) at um, different times. So I was not consistent with that. I was so skinny as a young girl and got even skinnier in college. And I started to realize how that obsession led to a negative mindset or just like kind of poor body image and confidence. I'd put myself down way too often. So I'd say things like, wow, like this, you know, shirt doesn't fit me right. I wish I had a thinner waist or had more. Um, Just I'm not good enough. I look like I thought I looked bloated and like fat and I, you know, it's just so crazy how body dysmorphia is totally a thing and can affect how you perceive your body. And I became so fixated on how my body looked and I would pick out, right, all the flaws 
And I'm sure many of you can relate to this at some point in your life with just not liking the way you're looking. And, you know, those things can feel true at that time. And, or it may feel true right now for yourself. But it wasn't until I took a step back and realized what was going on in my head. I slowly was able to, and I think also I had help at this time too, but I was able to shift my mindset day by day and became, and I also realized like I'm the only one in control of what I'm thinking, what I'm saying to my body, and no one else was telling me those things. I was. And it was not making me feel good, so I decided to change. And obviously that looked like you know, learning more through knowledge and also through help. And it took a long time, but I'm so proud of where I am now. And I wanted to share that with you because knowing that if you are struggling with something like this, like poor body image or just see what you see online and don't feel, you just feel bad about your body. Like, I wish I looked like that. I want, you know, I want curves like her. I want, yeah, to look a certain way. And it can be yeah, very frustrating to feel that way and sad. But I want you to know that you can change and that knowing that you are so incredible and there's only one you in this whole big, big world and that's what makes it so amazing. I'll go through this again, but like I didn't want to keep living a life where I was dissatisfied with my body. It doesn't feel good. We all know that. It does not feel good. So instead, I focus on being proud of the body that I have and how much I achieved with it and all the places I've gone and all of those things. But I want to be- I want to start with that really kind of stemmed partly from social media, right? Social media is a large part of today's culture. And consistently scrolling through these posts can really impact how you see yourself. So through Instagram, through TikTok, it's filled with people presenting themselves in their best light, the highlight reel, right? And let's, you know, first just define what body image is. So body image refers to our perspective of your body's appearance and kind of how it compares to the standards of our society. Negative body image that can really cause unrealistic expectations of how your body should look. And right, it can lead, like I shared with you, it can lead to what I experienced, poor self-esteem and or unhealthy behavior. So looking like disordered eating, and that could look different for many, you know, different disorders. But social media really can distort how we perceive our body. And how it does that is through, I believe, two things. There's multiple ways it kind of impacts how we perceive our body. But the first one being constant comparisons. So we expose, it exposes us to all these idealized body types. We're kind of seeing what's accepted, what's not, what's cute, what's hot, what's sexy, and causing us to compare, okay, do I look like that? I don't even look like that. Like, do I not look good then? You know, like really affects how we perceive everything. The other part is Photoshop and filters. There are so many filters now on Instagram. I was looking at one 
the other day and I like put it, you know, tried it and I was like, oh my gosh, this made my face so skinny. It made my like teeth so white. My eyelashes super long, you know, look just so unrealistic and just so not real. So fake. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, um, is this even cute? <laughs> like, I think that there's so much beauty in being natural. And I'm starting to realize that now as each year passes, I'm like, it's so beautiful just being natural and not, yeah, like wearing as much makeup and which that took me a long time, but I'm starting to realize we don't need makeup to feel pretty. It's all just how confident you show up and how you feel about yourself. But yeah, just all these filters. And there was a 2017 Harris poll that said like two thirds of Americans edit their photos before posting. So that's a lot. Mostly everyone, (laughs) two thirds, will edit their posts. So they're not really natural. They're not how they were taken. But I think we kind of all kind of knew that. But still, it's, you know, a lot of editing going on. So it's not really real. And one trend that I did really like that was starting to still is around that is posting on Instagram is Instagram versus reality, right? So it'd be a funny (laughs) or a picture, really cute pose of someone armed with their friends or a dog or something. Cute picture, everyone's pose, happy. And then reality is, you know, them tripping or them like, yeah, just not as posed. And I love that because it's so true. Like reality is we're not all posed all the time and great posture, you know, butt sticking out and like, you know, just not everything is really posed in our daily life. And I just believe it helped a lot of us kind of feel less dissatisfied with our bodies. But honestly, it's so tough really seeing all these images 24-7. We're exposed to it all the time. And we honestly don't realize how subconscious a lot of these thoughts can become about our bodies. Seeing all these images all the time, comparing ourselves to these beautiful, idealistic body images, and we can feel so poor about how we view our body and not even realize it about how that's affecting our mindset throughout our quality of life and other aspects of how we show up and work. And just in general, um, it can be very subconscious. So obviously the first step would be coming aware of, okay, like how do I feel about my body? How is my body image? And kind of evaluate that. I remember even looking back at pictures, like you'll look back at like memories on Snapchat or Instagram from like a year ago or seven years ago. It is so crazy to look at those memories. I'm like, I mean, I'm sure you can relate too when you see these pictures of when you were 15, 16, or in college, however many years ago, and our bodies look so different. Like, I'll look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck? I look like that? And maybe you looked, wow, like I look so skinny or oh my gosh I look so much smaller or oh my gosh like I thought I looked so fat then because but yeah because obviously our bodies are going to develop and grow and I don't think that's talked enough talked about enough as women that it is totally normal and healthy for our bodies to change 
tremendously. Our body shape changes and gaining weight. Sometimes that is, again, that's so normal and healthy, especially through your early 20s, throughout your 20s, because your body is getting ready to bear a child. Whether or not you want that or want a child or not, that's just the nature of having a female um, human body is to grow and create space to hold a child if and when that time comes for you. So I think that's just a great reminder that it's not talked about enough, that it's normal for our bodies to change. I remember my mom even telling me that. She's like, Sarah, you're going to get bigger hips like as you get older and I'm glad she like told me about that and reminded me like that's normal because a lot of times that isn't brought up about when you're like young and going to college or yeah when you're going to college and to your 20s you don't realize that's part of the process so and I will say like it is really dangerous or it can be to look back at these pictures if you see yourself looking a certain way so different than what you look like now. Because, right, you can say, you know, I was so skinny and little and, but, right, reminding yourself, like, you're in the middle of puberty and, or, like, growing in your early 30s or 40s, like, I weighed, like, 120 pounds. I want to get back to my high school weight or my college weight that I was. Honestly, I always ask, you know, why? Why is that? Why is that number so important to you? And getting to that deep, I encourage you to get to that deep why of desire to get to that weight because there, I guarantee there's that inner deep feeling of why that's important to you. Was it because you maybe felt way more confident back then, didn't really care much about what you were wearing and felt great in your clothes. Was it more about that? Or, you know, kind of getting to that deep, you know, kind of understanding of why that number is important to you. We shouldn't be going back to that weight. Like that's probably not realistic at this time and especially hormonally. and, And again, it can get to that dangerous narrative of, okay, I see this pictures. I want to get back to that. Maybe I should eat less and start doing more cardio, which, right, we don't want to get to that kind of mindset. You know, it's normal for your body to change in your 20s and throughout your life. But I know it can be hard to look back at that and how little you might have been, but I want to remind you that you are equally worthy and beautiful as you are then and now. You're equally beautiful and worthy. So I just want you to remember that because, again, we just have this one body. And I know this, okay, this sounds very cliche. I know, right? We have this one body and we need to take care of it. But it's so true. It's so true. I'd rather love and be grateful for everything my body has done for me and taking me through rather than resenting it or being dissatisfied with how I perceive it. So remembering, okay, all the experiences that you've had with your body, it's easy for us to get stuck on our physical experience and the fact that there's only one of you in this big world and you don't need to keep living a life unsatisfied with your body. Instead, we can be proud of the body that we have and how much you have achieved with it and all the places you've gone 
even the scars and everything you have, the bruises on your body from those memories as a child, makes you who you are today. All the good food that you've had with all your friends, no matter what it is, being proud of all of that and the memories that you have. Now I want to go into some tips that I would like to give to you for days when you feel like you're having a poor body image day or feel like you're struggling with that constant comparison of what you're seeing on social media. And these are things that I honestly do as well that because I deal with these things too all the time. And these are things that I that should help you as well. So the first part, the first tip that I have is just taking a break, like honestly setting either a screen time limit on your phone is a great thing to do if you're on social media a lot. Taking a break, stepping back from those accounts that you have. So that could look like as simple as that hour upon waking, don't go on your phone. That's like the best, like if there's one thing that I did for mental health, that's one. Really helps with just not seeing that constant flow of images. And the hour before bed is also a great time to take a step back from that. And remembering that even taking that break, like what you see on social media isn't not that important. Like you're not going to miss a whole lot (laughs) and it's not going to be that helpful. So taking that break will just relieve and have you feeling much better. I've had so many friends of mine that, that are really good about this and take like a month off social media, which is wonderful. And they've, they every time are like, that felt so good. And I just don't have enough willpower to do that yet, but I occasionally will take breaks from it, even just throughout my day, like not being on it or on the weekend, designating one day when I'm not on that if I can. Like I said, I'm terrible at this, but just taking minimal breaks or as many breaks as you can is great. The other one is unfollowing accounts so that you know that could be draining your energy. It just make you feel less like than you are. Like you'll know, like just evaluate like, okay, did that post make me feel good? Or did that make me feel like, oh my gosh, like her her room is so pretty. She looks gorgeous. She feel like wakes up and she looks like that. You know, if it's making you kind of feel not good and compare yourself, I would recommend either, you know, unfollowing that account or just not seeing her posts, whatever it may be. Just pay attention to what accounts, what people and images lift you up and make you feel good. We want to fill our Instagram and our Facebook pages with feel good content. So whatever makes you feel good, fill it up, follow those accounts, whatever does not make you feel good, unfollow. We don't need that. We don't need it. And then the third tip is wearing an outfit that makes (laughs) you feel good. So this is really important for me, especially on those days when I'm like, I do not, I'm on my menstrual cycle. I do not feel great about my body today. And that's when I wear looser clothes. I put on a sweatshirt, some sweatpants. Honestly, usually Jeff will be like, Sarah, you honestly look like a hobo. (laughs) And I probably do, but it makes me feel good. And If it makes you feel good and kind of gets you in that better headspace, then do it. Especially on those days you have poor body image. 
or in any outfit that just makes you feel good, you know you feel confident, put that on and your day will be so much better. How we look is how we're going to feel. So just really important you're in something you feel good and comfortable in. The fourth step or fourth tip I would give you is journaling about your feelings. So this is wonderful. Just journaling about your thoughts, reading any material that kind of gets your mind off your body, like off of anything. You're kind of in the book and not in like the outer world. You're kind of getting away a little bit, which is always nice. In terms of journaling, I would just write down your feelings. Some questions that I think are great are to reflect on are ask yourself what you're most proud of that your body has done for you and what is your favorite memory that required your physical abilities? What have you accomplished with your body? What has it like have you done wonderful hikes that you've been on? Whatever it may be, like just showing gratitude to the body that you have is wonderful. I also would encourage you to take some time to take that pressure off of the physical aspects of your body and more about the experiences and accomplishments that you've had, again, to take your mind off your body and the physical aspects. So number five is drinking water. Drink, drink, drink as much water as you can that day because sometimes those poor body images, we're holding on to a lot of water for a little inflamed, maybe had a lot of sodium the night before, a big meal the night before, whatever it may be. So drinking a lot more water will help tremendously. And I have like a 32 ounce water hydrofask that I drink out of and I try to drink at least three of those a day. And that really helps. And also eating nutritious meals. So sometimes you probably want to go for the ice cream when you're not feeling the best about your body and kind of but we don't want to go down that route. We don't want to self-sabotage. We want to lift ourselves back up and believe that you are enough. It all starts within you, not outside of you. It's not the outside things. It all starts in your mind and your mindset around how you view your body. Number six is do something that brings you joy. So something that brings you up, makes you happy and move your body. So Whatever brings you joy, if it's putting on a song, dancing, moving the body or singing, whatever just is your hobby and you love doing, do that that day. Find time to incorporate that into your day. Go for a nice walk is what I like to do. Get some fresh air. It just allows you to get out of your head and your body and just let go. Kind of enjoy with the surroundings when you're on your walk. Another great thing is just kind of mobility or stretching if you like yoga Again, kind of go internally, letting go and just focusing on what you're doing in that moment is a great tool to work through. And we know that the more we move, the better we feel. It helps our lymphatic system. We're moving toxins throughout our body and just uplifts up, lifts us up and the endorphins are always the best. So find whatever gentle, loving movement works best for you that day and do that. So those are my six tips that I would give to you if you're dealing with constant comparison and struggling with all the images you see on social media and the societal standards. Those are some tips I would try out. One of my other favorite quotes I love to tell clients, especially when we, when we focus on 
weight, I wasn't going to touch much on that, but if, um, you know, you're trying to lose weight and struggle with not feeling confident because of your weight, know this. The quote is, your weight may fluctuate, but your value never will. Your weight may fluctuate, but your value never will. You're still the same person, wonderful being that has so much to share with the world and your weight doesn't have to do with any of that. (laughs) It's just a number and just always reminding yourself of that. Your value is still the same and you have a purpose. So great reminder and I hope you found this little episode for you very helpful. I wanted, I'm going to leave some affirmations in the show notes that I would try out for you um, to say on those days when you're struggling. And yeah, give them a try. Repeat them, repeat them in the car or right away in the morning. Say it to yourself in the mirror. Give it a try. Let me know if you found those helpful. But as always, I appreciate you so much for listening to this episode. Share with a friend if you know someone that would benefit from this episode. And please subscribe and Um, And if you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can reach out to me through direct message on there at Sarah TM Wellness. And you can just direct message me on there is the best way to reach me. Otherwise, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'm sending you all the love and happiness and I'll see you on the next episode.